Welcome to another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. And I'm Stephen. You know what my favorite thing about this podcast is? What's that? You know, when at least when we do it together, yeah. there's no plan. There's no plan. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's not. I was looking at this, I was like, well, we'll, we'll yeah. let's hit record. That's right, we'll do it. You know, one, one shot... One kill. One kill. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We're not we're not doing it again. Nope. Yep. Full, there, there's full no sand every there's time. no editing in this podcast either. So uh, <laughs> not cutting that out. Nope. So Which, we're we're skipping ahead to Joshua three, but I think it's worthwhile to just kind of touch briefly on chapter two, uh, and what what happens there. Um, what happens there? Well, I'll do a little recap. So just as Moses sent spies into the land of Cana, right? Mm -hmm. So does Joshua. He sends uh, some spies into Jericho. And we're going to see this kind of theme come back around uh, several times early on in Joshua, where kind of almost like retracing steps, Mm -hmm. if you will. Um, So they send some spies into Jericho. We get introduced to this wonderful lady named Rahab. Yep. And uh, who would end up being in Jesus' genealogy. That's right. Yep. Um, and she covers for the spies when they when they're getting hunted in the yeah. town, and that gives them the the vision, the foresight to to, to plan accordingly to for their yeah to enter into the promised land and to fight Jericho first. Yeah, and it's interesting that the, the report of the spies is so much different. Oh yeah, the second time. The first, they're fired up. The, the first time they're like, "Man, this is a place is amazing, but it's the people tough. are massive." This time, in verse 24 of chapter 2, they, they told Joshua, The Lord has handed over the entire land to us. Everyone who lives in the land is also panicking because of us. Like, yeah. Just the fact, that, the fact that they realized, man, everyone's afraid. Yeah. Well, Rahab told him, like, our hearts melted when we heard about your God. You yeah. know? Like... Yeah. Well, and some of that is the, uh, the reports of what's happened in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reports of what's going on in the wilderness. The battles they fought there. Uh, yeah, this is this is the words getting out. Yeah, you know, there's an invading the army move. coming. Yeah, <laughs> Aslan's on the move. That's good. Call back so, to Chronicles. There baby. you go. But in uh, Joshua chapter three, uh, what we see is, is I think it's something quite significant. Yeah. So in Joshua chapter three, what happens is uh, they are actually entering into the promised land, and they didn't have to go this route, but this is a route that they went. Uh, they they crossed the Jordan. Mm-hmm. So you had to do this this uh, during the harvest season. So yeah, so this was full. Flooded. It was full of water. It's flooding. Uh, Sometimes if you visit the Jordan River today, you'll mm-hmm. be like, "This is it." Like, there's not hardly any water in here. Whatever. It depends on the time of year. This time of year, it's full river. Okay. Otherwise, it looks like Nolan Creek or yes, what? Basically. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. So um, so yeah. So so what happens is. Is they they go well? Why don't you read verse five? You okay, like verse five. Yeah, it says Joshua told the people, "Consecrate yourselves, because the Lord will do wonders among you tomorrow." Let me keep going. Well, you just yeah, you like that verse. I was gonna let you talk. Oh, about okay. It. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about it is it, he's he's basically setting up the people to be inspired by God to be in awe of. His wonders, because he's about to do something for this generation mm. that he did for their parents uh, when he split the Red Sea and yeah. they crossed on dry ground. 
And here, and when the Jordan's the fullest, it will be in the year. Right. The Lord is going to do the same for you. Uh, and that's kind of that, uh, almost retracing the steps, like God, God's power and wonders being made real to this new generation well, f- for them to go and... Do you remember the story of Elijah and Elisha? Oh, yeah. Whenever, whenever Elijah was taken up into heaven, yeah, like I call it the Uber, fire. Uber of fire, the Uber of fire. <laughs> uh, but then Elisha got Elijah's mantle, right? And he took it, he hit the Jordan with it, yeah, and he was able to walk through. That's right. Was it the Jordan? I he think hit a river. It, I, I think thought, it was. I thought the it was Jordan. But it was just a sign of like people saw that and thought, man, just as the Spirit of God was with Elijah, it's also with Elisha. Yeah. And Elisha asked for double, right? And so I think that's what's happening here as well. Mm-hmm. Just as God was with Moses and they were able to walk through the Red Sea, God is also with Joshua. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as soon as their foot hit the water, it just started backing <laughs> up. It just started drying out. Yeah. At uh, which, when you think about ancient people, man, many of their cities were built on rivers. Mm-hmm. And so if you were downstream, you know what happened? Like... River dried up. (laughs) This flood season, like, what happened to the water? Yeah, everybody impacted immediately. And if you're upstream, it's like, man, we're getting all soggy. Like, what's going on? (laughs) That's funny. Uh, But once again, like, whenever word got out, Mm. I'm like, this is look, this is what happened. Israel walked through the panic that they feel felt. Yeah, I nearly said felt. (laughs) That's a Texan word. (laughs) The panic that they felt. Uh, I'm sure just intensified. Like, it's here. Yeah. I think what struck me most about verse 5 is how Joshua tells the people, exhorts the people to consecrate themselves in anticipation for what's coming, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's worthwhile to talk about. What does it mean to consecrate yourself? Yeah, it's this idea of of preparing yourself for something that is special, Mm. for something that is holy. Right. so set, setting yourself apart. Mm. Uh, so, you know, th- with the Old Testament purity code, uh, you couldn't worship if you had touched something dead. Right. Or, you know, if you, it, it, so there were just these certain laws about yeah. how you had to approach God. Mm. Um, but, I mean, to some extent, like saying what we're doing, this this trek is, is, is worshipful. Ooh, how do we consecrate ourselves before Sunday morning? Yeah, I think that's a good question. Um, well, you have to make a decision to consecrate yourself. Yeah, starts with a predecision. You you don't you don't consecrate yourself by accident. That's like, right. Well, I wasn't holy, but hello. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Know, now I'm ready. Um, so I think you've got you think you've got to plan for it. You got to prepare for it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's one of the big ones. Um, so some, we preach on Sundays, um, and there's a lot that goes into that. How do you get your heart ready to bring the Word of God? So what, to what, the people of God. What I try to do is, we were just talking about this for a different reason, is like Friday evening to Saturday evening is is what I kind of consider my Sabbath. my day off. Yeah. It's my Sabbath. So I'll be playing with the kids, working in the yard, you know, family time. Uh, but then towards the evening, around 7 o'clock, when kids are getting wound down for bed. So get, part of getting ready is getting the kids in bed mm-hmm. at a decent hour. Um, that's when I go back and I finish my sermon. Yeah. Uh, you know, praying about it, kind of hammering out the last details. Uh, and then I usually go to bed too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And get up too early. <laughs> and I get up too early and, and come to church Sunday morning. Uh, but that, that's what that evening looks like for me. Yeah. I always think, like, for me personally, uh, I can tell the difference uh, in in my heart and my preparation when I'm in the pulpit based on how much I prayed. Yeah. And that's a big one for me. Uh, there are times where I wake up Saturday morning and I, I'm in panic because I feel like I didn't pray enough. Yeah. And so I'll just... Am I doing this in my own strength? Right. Am I doing this in my own ability? And so like uh, I'll go, hey, Brittany, I need to go on a walk for a minute, you know, and I'll go do the trail by our house and I'll just pray. You know, like yeah. I, I'm trying to get... Trying to hear from the Lord as I'm preparing yeah. the last things, you know. And, uh, and and that goes on throughout the week, but I always I always kind of trace it back to dependence. Mm-hmm. And consecration is like a willful act of of glad dependence upon God, mm-hmm. you know, through through whatever actions that can be through prayer, study, so on mm-hmm. so forth. Right. Um, getting your heart ready before Sunday is always worthwhile because, yeah. man, that. To be honest, the enemy doesn't want you to worship God. Mm-hmm. So your own flesh will war against you, even. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you wake up Sunday morning and you're like, I don't want to do this. I'm tired. I want to stay in bed. Or it's wet. Or yeah. it's cold. Or right. it's a holiday. It's They'll a understand. holiday. Or you know, kids stayed up super late. Or they're cranky. Or, you right. Know. So by making, you know, doing the work on Saturday of like preparing your heart for worship the next day, yeah, um, it's always worthwhile because well, when you when then when we're there, we hear the people of God sing, we hear the word proclaimed, we we uh, we commune with the saints. Um, man, like that's so special. It's well, it's the it's Lord also, doing a wonder. It's also one of those things like it's not a decision you have to make. It like I think going to church isn't a decision you have to make. Like, well, no, we just do it. Yeah, like. Yeah. Like, yeah, we decide to not be distracted from it, but we have this. So we, yeah, so we decide to prepare well for it. Right. But, but the decision to go has already been made. Yeah, that's right. Um, like, I'm, like, I'm not going to let my kids decide whether or not I go to church. Like, mm-hmm. what? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Of course not. And I would add, I don't let them decide whether they're going to church. Of course not. No, <laughs> like, no, you're going. Yeah. This, this is just what we do. They, yeah, that's right. Um, so I, I think, I think that's, I think that's a part of preparing your heart for worship is like this is a pre-made decision yeah we are the people of god the people of god worship mm-hmm. on sunday so therefore we will mm-hmm. worship but we will choose to consecrate ourselves so that's kind of the application i think for okay. this but then we see the 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 sea split the <laughs> or the, the not the, the, river, sea, the river the river split at, the river as the sea did yeah yes. um the they know the living god is with them and he's given them this land yeah. And so they go in with confidence um, and boldness, and um, I guess we'll have to see what happens next. Well, that's the, that's, that's the breathe in. Why don't you breathe out? Let's Neil? do it. Heavenly Father, Lord, I, I just thank you that we all the time see you do wonderful things in, in, your, in the lives of your people and in this world. Lord, I pray that we would have a vision for those things, but God, that we would also prepare our hearts for those things as we expect you to continue to do wonders among us. Um, God, Lord, help us to get to a place where we just delight in prayer. We delight in preparation and we delight in 
and worshiping you, God, because you are worthy of those things. Look what you have done in the history, in history for your people. And Lord, we look forward to what you will continue to do with us. Lord, we love you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. All right. A couple other thoughts. It um, I think some other things you can do to prepare for Sunday morning is take care of some of the decisions of Sunday morning. Mm. So if you have kids, lay out their clothes already. Oh, yeah. You know, know what you're going to wear. Know what you're going to do for breakfast. Like the, the easier you make that morning, the better. Yeah, that's right. That's so, good. Mm. Anyways, sorry. That's Lay right. out their suits. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, that was us growing up. <laughs> uh, uh, yep, I definitely did. Well, that is Exodus cha- or Joshua chapter 3. Uh, we'll catch you next time with Joshua chapter 4. We hope you were ed- edified and encouraged today. Mm-hmm.